and then what up no this is knockouts and three counts but before we bring you another episode of podcast gold let me tell you about the homies over at michigan's finest do you ever find yourself trying to get yourself together and thinking man this is going to be a great night but i'm looking for that little extra something something well check out our friends at michigan finest if you are into medical marijuana recreational marijuana concentrates vapes anything of that sort Michigan's Finest has got you covered, and as you can see here, it's all easily done by their website. It's all curbside, and you'll be in and out in two minutes, and they're family-owned and operated, so customer service is their number one goal. And now, since they are rocking with knockouts and three counts, use the code KO3MF. Yes, that's KO3MF. You get 10% off your entire order, but that does exclude featured items and items that are already on sale but if you use that code you're getting 10 percent off your items and i promise you either if you're looking for that big knockout or you're ready to hit the sheets for that three count michigan's finest will get you together tell them knockouts and three counts sent you and i promise you you're going to be having a great night peace this is the ring of honor aka shane t boy the baddest champion you ever seen boy this is mr this is good old JR Jim Roth, and you are listening. You're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Knockouts and Three Counts starts now. is another tuesday it is knocking knockouts and three counts and apparently it's not j bone it's not uncle chase it's uncle bone in the bottom box but holy shit it's halloween so who knows what's gonna happen <laughs> we've got a hell of a show for you i mean i can see your nose hairs bro <laughs> Thanks, i've been trying to trim them down <clears throat> if, yeah, you're, if i can see yours from here bro you've got like a real fucking talent <laughs> what's up what's up what up, Kathy? Everybody who's in here, check in. Let us know where you're watching from. How you holding up with the hurricane down there, uh, Kathy, and all that good stuff. We've got a lot of shit to talk about. I mean, you know, tonight's actually fucking a stacked night. You've got Tales from the Territory coming on, which we've already talked about, and I have totally am loving the shit out of that. And then AEW Dynamite is on tonight instead of Wednesday, so you got that. And then this weekend is stacked. You've got Halloween Havoc. You've got UFC 280, and we've got the reason why Uncle Chase has decided to come grace us with his presence again. What? Uncle Chase has dropped a nice bombshell in that he and Detroit's own and fellow past guests of this show, MM3, will be taking on Bussy, the team of Alley Catch and Effie, this Saturday at Harpo's in Detroit for GCW. So, Yay. gentlemen. How the fuck are you guys doing? Donald, what up, No, If you guys are in here, drop a comment. Let us know where you're watching from. And if you're coming to GCW, drop it in the fucking comments. Yay. Yay. What up, Donald? Donald. We're going to be pretty busy this weekend, Kyle. You know, you're you're not lying, dude. Because yeah, like, I'm not only that, like Saturday, full Saturday. And if Saturday goes the way, like if everything goes to plan, not only am I gonna get to like see Uncle Chase do his thing in a match that'll be pretty badass, I'm gonna be up five hundred bones. I damn it, I can <laughs> redeem myself for losing me and female BKFC champ Christine Faria money the last time I put a parlay in. 
But uh, if you guys are fans of BKFC, you can go check that out too. Hit the subscribe Dude, button. But uh, you, you know, yeah, a lot of means. shit going on. You know what that means when you hit that five hundred bucks? Beers on you. <laughs> well, if I win five, if I win five hundred bucks, it won't be a problem. Shit, I won't be broke then. I was like, okay, Bud Light, come on, guys. Let's not get fucking crazy. No, Dirty 30s will sneak them in. That's the only way Kyle's paying for it. Great. What are you talking about? Now, now I buy here. At the door. Ah, damn, you're talking about Dirty 30s. I drank plenty on my Dirty 30, damn it. <laughs> I did. Bud Light for me, pal. I drank plenty. These fuckers were giving me beer and tequila. Like, what the fuck? So, I mean, don't tell me nothing about Dirty 30s, because my Dirty 30 definitely had some. Uh, uh, I was talking about cheap beers. I was oh, okay, yeah. Okay. 30s. I was talking about Bush Lights and Bush and fucking what else comes in? Natty Pat's Light. Blue Ribbon. What up, though, Chris? Fucking the, only the cheapest in fucking easiest consumed beers come in 30 packs that's that's all like red dog it's disgusting (laughs) well uncle chase bro it's been a little while since we've had you on the show obviously you know if anyone is following us at ko3c pod you know everybody's been talking about a lot of their travels well you were on one of my recent travels when we went to chicago you know you did your thing with effie and uh did effie's big gay brunch and did all the getting to wrestle asf and all that so before we get into what you got going on this weekend what's new in the world uncle chase um i'm feeling really good i'm just coming off a win of alex shelley i just beat out fucking awesome yeah so sick we are over there at mr chainsaw pro wrestling dream come true i got the travel with the one kyle collison um, (laughs) in chicago two days in a row in the flesh in the flesh um, eating Wendy's for dinner and and you know for real Kyle had some fire shit I don't know that had me floating I like literally could not walk I was above the ground and I was I was I had to wear put on the ground I had to be wear weights in my shoes to be to walk because he had me floating but besides that no but my career is going great man uh is this where I pit? Where is this where I talk about everything coming up or no? <laughs> However you want to do it, bro. <laughs> well, man, tell us about it, man. You talked about GCW, you know, and I know when we were traveling up there, you know, you said one of the things you really wanted to happen was that you wanted to, uh, you know, get to wrestle here at Harpo. So tell me a little bit about that. You know, like tell me about what well, the response was like for you out of Chicago, and you know, how are you feeling about getting to work at uh, um, yeah, getting for to sure. work. Yeah, I'll play. I'll tell you because um, you guys will get the exclusive. You guys get this story. Um, so I went up to to Chicago Friday or Saturday Saturday afternoon. I missed my match. I actually ended up missing my match at GCW, and but I showed up and I hung out still, and it was whatever. But something happened before the main event, and they needed to fill time. So Brett runs over to me and he goes, can you be in the ring in 15 minutes? (laughs) And I'm like, I was already chilled. I was like, uh, I was in chill mode, but you don't mess it up. You don't mess up opportunity like that. ASF. He's one of my favorite guys to watch. He came in the door. Brett looks at him, goes, can you be in the ring in 15 minutes? And you know what? We were in the ring in 13 minutes. (laughs) They needed time (laughs) filled on the show. So, uh, you know, missing the match, you, you, I fell down for a minute, but honestly, it was even better because 
uh, I was there for the company. I took that. I took the match on short notice, and we ended up having a great match. Uh-oh. So that, and then on top of uh, did he freeze? Corey, you still there? I'm no, he's here. Good. I can hear. Yeah. No. What? What? I didn't hear him at all. Like he went completely dead. It went completely dead on my end. I wasn't talking. Yeah, thanks for interrupting me, Jerk. Um, <laughs> I couldn't I hear you. So then, the next, so then the next, um, so that was great. That was even better than just being in a ra- random scramble. I actually was there to help the show. And uh, Brett was really appreciative of that. And then I got to have a great match the next day for Effie's Big Gay Brunch. That was probably the biggest uh, crowd I've ever been in front of, about 700 people. And they were all there for queer wrestling. And it was so cool to see. It was amazing, dude. I like literally cried in the ring. It was so, it was awesome. And then I got to hang out with Kyle. And that just, that made me cry even more. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that depends on who you're asking. But I had a hell of a weekend that night. Yeah, no, man. It was, it was really awesome. I'm, I'm glad you asked because it was a special time. So, um, going from that and then, I never talk to Brett. Me and Brett have a relationship where it's like, he says, hey, this is what I want you to do, and that's it. We never talk. Um, but before I left, I looked at him. I go, hey, you never booked me at Harpo's. You already came twice, and you always skip me over. I was like, I, d- I deserve it. Like, I need to be at this show. And he loved that. He honestly like really respected it. He hit me up, and he's like, okay, you're on, man. He's like, I, I feel you. You're on. So... You know, I shot my shot, and that's how I made it on the show, straight up. Well, let me ask you that. Like, you know, that's something we talked about while we were driving, too, is, you know, you talked about how special it was for you to be working Effie's show and stuff like that. And I know that we got to talk a little bit after afterwards and hearing, you know, some of the responses after you all got to the back. Do you think that your performance on uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, you know, maybe Effie or anybody else, you know, that kind of opened some eyes, like, yo, we need to put this dude – on Harpo's because I mean it's not like you haven't done stuff with GCW before but as you mentioned you know they've been here a few times to Harpo's now um and I mean not only that the match that they put you and it's not like they put you I mean you've been in scramble matches this is a damn good match for you all to have a straight up tag match and then to have a fellow Detroit guy like MM3 as your partner so it's a good look for the whole the whole scene it's a good look for the city you know, I mean, GCW is going to be uh, on and popping this Saturday and knock out some three counts in the building. So how are you feeling with that? It's incredible. And and um, Brett asked me what I wanted to do. He asked me about MM3. I totally endorsed it. I know this is going to be a great match. I've always wanted to wrestle Bussy, so this is going to be great. But, like, more than that, like, seriously, the this card has something for everyone. Commander versus Skywalker is going to be an incredible Lucha match that will never happen again in American soil, probably. So, like, this is going to be very, very, very special. Uh, Shane Mercer versus Tommy Vendetta. That is a perfect booking. If you know these two, this is a the perfect booking. We got Hoodfoot having a death match. We got all the big tag teams in a big uh, doors, ladders, tables match. There's something. There's Gresham. Who's Russian wrestling? Yamamoto in this Yeah, one? Yamamoto, yep. This is incredible. Yamamoto on, on American And Gringo Sports. Loco's on there, too. Shout out to past guests of the show, Gringo right. Loco. He's wrestling Nick Wayne. There's something yes, for sir. everybody on this show. I'm serious. This is going to be a special, special, special card, dude. And I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And you know what? I'm feeling good. I'm about to go hard, bro. You think I, you think <laughs> I beg to go to Harpo's to not go hard? No. 
I'm gonna go like it's my last match, dude. Straight up. That's how that's how I'm going for everything, period. I like it, bro. Yeah, it's uh go ahead, Corey. My bad. That's the one way to keep uh getting them return calls, man. It's like a it's like a booty call, right? You know you're doing <laughs> something right if you're getting that return call. If it's a one-time shot, it ain't it ain't nothing special. But if you're getting that call back and you're coming up time after time. You must be doing something right. So clearly, you're doing something right for GCW. You know, yeah, yeah, I absolutely know what you're saying. Um, I get the call back all the time. That's why I'm here with uh, Jordan. Uh, but honestly, but honestly, it's like being on the road, being oh, called yeah. to be on the road with GCW meant a lot to me. That was a goal of mine to be invited on the road. So to do it in Chicago, and I got to be there with Kyle, like one of my close, one of my closest friends from home. My friend Tyler was in town. I got to hang out with her, like. That was a really special weekend for me. Um, and my match with Blake Christian at the last show from GCW Detroit was like really monumental for my career too, because we had a really good show. Like we had a really good match, even though like I, I did get injured towards the end, but like, I'm good now. Like that, that career, that match meant a lot for my career. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the GCW story, dude. Like straight up, like, Come out if you are in Michigan. Come out because there's so many great Michigan wrestlers being represented on this show, and there's something for everyone like several matches for everyone. It's really incredible. And there's gonna be something else announced for sure. I know for a fact that there's something else that hasn't been announced for the show, too. So it's gonna, there's, no, there's something it. big, there's a lot of stuff brewing, man. They're hey, really man. knocking it out. <clears throat> We've said that we've sang the praises of GCW for a while on here, man. I mean, they put on good shows, whether you like it or not. I mean, at least they're, I always have a good time. Corey said that that was, you know, it's ironic that you're facing Effie, you know, because that was the person who stuck out most to Corey. And Corey had said that that was, you know, his favorite show of the weekend from Chicago the year before and all out. So, you know, we've been saying that with GCW for a while. So GCW, if you're listening, you know. Knockouts and three counts DMs are always open. Just ask Ninja Mac. Just ask Lindsay Snow. Just ask Janai Kai, who a little birdie told me she might be seeing you soon. And you know, who else might be seeing us soon come again Thursday? You know, I said that we had some stuff cooked up for this one. You know, cards always subject to change. If you're, you know, a wrestling fan, you already know these kind of things. But we've got quite the episode coming for you guys this Thursday as well, just to let you know. We're going to have Josh Fremd fresh before his fight in the UFC against Treshawn Gore, fresh out of the Ultimate Fighter. And then wow. we will also be joined by fellow Pittsburgh native, the king of the motherfucking Butterfinger, the savage gentleman, Victor Benjamin, will be joining us for a second time on the show. So what up, though? If you guys are new here, make sure you hit that subscribe button, follow button, like button, all the motherfucking buttons so that you get a little <laughs> notification. Right. Fan and, Hit all the buttons. I, you know, we fuck with it too. Like I say, and make your friends subscribe too. Force them, lock them in the room. Force them. <laughs> lock, lock them up. Lock them in the room. Put a screen in front of them. Say you click here. Subscribe to the show. I'm gonna knock every, and I agree with J Bone, and that's how we met most of our friends, and that's why you know it's a full basement. You know, I'm here to help keep guard but um <laughs> we've been locked in so many rooms together let, let me just no more locked doors i i just love these guys on this podcast so much because you know what because i got a lot of stuff to plug that's why i love you um i, I gotta go oh, so we're just platform horse apparently yeah yeah for sure uh, yeah absolutely um just let me plug the rest of my shit real quick uh <laughs> 
I do have, um, I do want to shout out Mr. Chainsaw Pro Wrestling. That's who ran me and Alex Shelley. Of course, I'm always going to shout them out every time I come on here. But listen, to me. no problem. This card that we have coming up, and I say we because this is my family, dude. This card that we have up is scary good. Tommy Vendetta versus uh, Aaron Orion in a death match. That, that is nasty. That is going to be a classic, classic match. Justin Kyle's wrestling Josh Bishop. And mm. honestly, the crowd just be signing waivers. I, <laughs> I, when they told me the card, I literally, the first thing I said was, we can't do that. We literally can't do it. People, can't will be do injured. People will be hurt. This is too small of a space. Uh, I, I can't, I'm not allowed to give spoilers, obviously, but Josh Bishop versus uh, Justin Kyle, there's more. We have some more of my AIW, uh, my AIW crew coming to Mr. Chainsaw this month that I can't say, but it is going to be ridiculous. Uh, my match, I get another title hey, match. Cody, I got another uh, title match. It's my. I'm going for my third title on Mr. Chainsaw. I'm wrestling Jason Hotch one on one, and this is going to be. Uh, this is easily going to be my hardest match that I've had all year easily because Jason Hotch, I mean, this guy is, he's just now starting his prime and he's Most guys aren't ready for what I'm going to do when it comes to evasions on the ropes. Um, I know so many rope tricks. I know how I know all these different moves. No one's ever seen, but Jason Hotch is trained by uh, Trey Miguel and Trey Miguel knows all that stuff he's better than me at these evasions these rope tricks he's this stuff so i'm not gonna be able to catch hot <clears> off guard and he has a gas tank for days so if he starts working my body and gases me out i mean it's gonna be a long night for me seriously so i've been uh i've been really really working on that cardio because i really want to show some shades of my younger side against this guy because if i if I can't go more than five minutes at his pace, the kind of pace he brings, there's no way I'm going to be able to beat him. So I'm going to go in there and I'm going to surprise some people. You know, it's not going to be about me lifting weights in the gym. It's not going to be about me doing these cool workouts and posting them on my uh, story and shit. This is going to be me. I'm working on my gas tank. I'm working on the the different rope things that no one's ever seen before. Uh, I'm going to show you guys something special. Anybody who wasn't hyped for this match, I'm going to make them eat their words. And even if that's Jason Hotch himself, if he's not excited to wrestle me, then guess what? I'm catching you off guard. Uh, you're going to see some shit you've never seen before. Okay? And thank you, Donald, for that. I'm going to do something special on November 5th. I really, really feel that in my bones. Seriously. And thanks for letting me go I mean, off on that shit. Because I, I really that, believe that shit. That's a hell of a uh, shout out. Uh, saying he has better uh, ring, ring rope, you know, play, I guess, or however you he might not, that. but his trainer does. His trainer is incredible and he's so fast. Uh, Trey Miguel and Jason Hotch is so fast. I just wrestled Alex Shelley. He was the fastest guy I've wrestled. It, it, oh my, it's since I was a teenager, dude, maybe my early 20s. Like Alex Shelley's still incredibly fast, and I was not prepared for something like that. So you know, I learned from every match. Did I win? Yeah, but he beat my ass. Yeah, he beat my ass. Like, seriously, I had a, I, the whole match was basically, basically me hoping to roll him up and win. And then, you know, after about 15 tries, I finally pinned him. And that, but he beat my ass the whole match and I learned from that. And I'm not going to make the same mistake again. I'm going to be the fastest I've ever been. And 
you know, I might not even rock the the khaki shorts. I might, I might really just, I might wear oh, some sure. real good indie gear. You know, some like some crazy tights with the sparkles and shit. Like, let's go. I'm ready, bro. The I, are, I'm with it, bro. I uh, coming. I'm looking forward to it. Number one, there's a few things I want to address out of what you said. Number one, uh, I totally agree with you with what you were saying with Mr. Chainsaw Pro. Obviously, shout out to past guests of the show, Mikey Zero, for putting down uh, another banger and shit. Secondly, uh, I agree completely with the whole Alex Shelley sentiment because I've been a fan of that guy for, fuck, I don't know how long. And thirdly, when we get to Trey Miguel and Jason Hotch. Now, I got to give credit where it's due. Again, Donald is the one that put me on to Jason Hotch. Jason Hotch is somebody that we've talked to about coming on the show. And like you said, he's really starting to make his name now um, in impact. You know, now that he's a gut check winner, you know, we've seen him on TV in the last few weeks, as well as fellow past guests to show Jack Price and the Shogun. So, I mean, all of those guys, you know. To see them out here doing their thing and uh, doing their thing on impact, the more you're getting in there with guys like that and matches like what you have in GCW, um, I mean, it's only going to be better for you. And I couldn't sing the praises of the ones that you named any more than you already have. Um, before we get off of GCW real quick, uh, I J-Bone, I want to know what your thoughts are heading into it. And then Chase, like I said, I want to know uh, – Basically, what other match besides yours are you looking forward to most? And, um, you know, why, Why you know, you mentioned that it's special for you to be in the ring with Effie, but why, what is it about this match that makes it so special besides it being, you know, GCW and Harpo? So, J-Bone, I'll let you go first, but. Wait, what was, what, what? So the What's question, my... what are your thoughts on the show? What? And I said, what is Chase's favorite match outside of oh, his own? Okay, okay. Uh, my thoughts on the show, like well, like you said, the card's stacked, dude. But I'll tell you what, besides his match, I'm really looking forward to seeing Gringo Loco live again. Gringo. That, that is one of the – He's on another level right now. He dude. is, dude. Like, like We've seen him in Vegas. We've Just at AAA, him and Janela and all them beating the fuck out of Vikingo and shit. Yeah, dude. That guy is on another level right now, so I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be uh, what they call a banger these days. Nick Wayne. Just ask Seamus. Yeah. Banger. banger after banger. banger but yeah i'm looking forward to it man like i said it, this has all the elements of just being a good night you know we start with the ufc fights we get to go to gcw with the boys <laughs> we get to see uncle chase do his thing out there right. pick up the dub some good wrestling out there it's just gonna make for a great saturday i can't wait man I, i'm loving it dude like i said we're missing Corey this weekend Corey's yep. gonna be fucking um, Playing in the dirt. Trip. Yeah, I'm on a family trip on the side by sides down to Tennessee. So I'm gonna go climb some mountains in a in a machine that hopefully we won't roll too many times. If you know what I'm saying. Damn. I'm back <laughs> in one piece, dude. Right. Yeah. Look, after what we found out on my birthday, you know, we don't need anybody rolling any more shit. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> But, you know, before we get on to Halloween Havoc, you know, you bring up another great fucking point. So I did tell you guys that I would tell you who I was going to be for uh, Halloween, but maybe you got to make sure you follow us at KO3C Pod and maybe I'll give you a hint. But J-Bone, have you figured out what the fuck you're doing for Cheapy Creepy yet? Man, I have so many ideas. I have so many. I got to really narrow it down, dude. I got to do something where I keep the hat on, you know what I mean? Because we don't want this... (laughs) And you don't floating around cheapy creepy, and then you'll ne- <laughs> then you'll never have a shot at Link. 
<laughs> Dude, I and I know. She sees this ball <laughs> floating around. Like, What's that thing? You don't want to do I don't that. Know this guy, oh my god! You don't want to do that. This guy gets more pussy than anybody I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna say this. Listen, that's I'm a just show gonna, for another time. I was gonna say, I'm just gonna say this. J Bone did well for himself. That's all I'm gonna say. That's it. That, listen, that's the show I for another time. Was... So oh. I'm thinking about being. <laughs> I'm thinking about being. Um, um, uh, Sting. Maybe I'll be Sting. Or maybe Sting. I'll be the Godfather. How about the Godfather? Ooh, I love that. that well, that's be, who you are in real life. So you might as well go ahead and. Maybe I'll be the guy. The whole train. Maybe Hell I'll yeah. And I'll be your hoe. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This this show has gone on. Is it past 10 o'clock? It's no, not no, even past no, 10 o'clock. We're, we're, this we're ain't knockouts and three still. counts after dark yet. But if you guys are new here, this is what you can expect every Tuesday and Thursday. You never know what you're about to get. But um, it goes off the rails. All right. So all of you guys who are watching, I need you guys to chime in in the comments. So. I'm already going. I uh, I I'll just say this. I might be freshly squeezed come Halloween. But uh, with that being said, Corey, motherfucker, we need to find a costume for this big son of a bitch. He's turning thirty. We're gonna get him drunk and go to a Halloween party. Damn it! If you're turning thirty, thirty. Oh my! Why did I think you were older than this? No. He's the same age. He's younger than me. He's the same age. I'm a, I'm a baby. Wow, I had no idea, man. Do I really look that old? Wow. All right, fine. You, you know yeah, what? you old fuck. I think it's, it's not necessarily your uh, your looks, but like your maturity. And all my yeah. friends, like like all my friends are so immature. So it's just <laughs> like I will never see that. Lots of uh, not so hard years, but hard years will make you that way. And then raising kids. I mean, so I do I look old? You're the prettiest that, man but... I've ever seen. You got the best hair I've ever you're, seen. You're the best life. looking man in person I've ever seen. Still waiting on that shampoo uh, sponsor, too. So, <laughs> Yeah, Booker T's been waiting it's since just, 2002, it's really bro. just conditioner. They, they Corey's knockout conditioner. It's the conditioner. Sponsor or something. We get him on the Get somebody yeah. on the horn. Who, who's it? Head and shoulders. Knocking out split ends. Hell yeah, you know, get, we got to we're open for uh, all the sponsorships. If you want to, you know, if you want to shoot your uh business or product or whatever and advertise on knockouts yeah, and three yeah. counts, those DMs are open. You know, money, money, dollar, dollar bill, y'all, but you know it's oh. almost time for taxes, so make sure you check out our other sponsor, G3 Payroll and Tax and tell them knockouts and three counts sent you Jack and the team will get you right. I need a tax refund right amount now, Jack. I just had to pay for LA and I'm broke. The accountant you don't want to be audited, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to you know, be audited, man. Yeah, you don't want IRS That's to right. come get you. But speaking of IRS, you know, <clears throat> we're not going to go too far into it. But Uncle Chase, what did you think of the return of uh, Bray Wyatt, bro? Oh yeah, it was, it's it's awesome. It was so sick. It's awesome. I would, it, it's incredible. It's literally just like, hey. There's nothing else he could have done, and it was just still so good. It's like, of course he's gonna do something cool, and then he's gonna show up, mm-hmm. and he's gonna do. I don't. I can't even get deep into it. It's just cool. I I can't explain. It was it badass I can't like that. So it was fucking has, incredible. Has anything else played out since the? Uh, he the showed up on Friday and cut a promo, and from honestly, I feel like everything he said was like straight from the heart because he talked about how he had lost two people close to him, meaning he had lost, you know, Brody Lee. 
And, uh, you know, they talked about that. I've also heard that uh, his brother, Bo, might be headed back uh, to WWE as well. And then on top of that, man, what was so cool is I like the fact that they acknowledged all the different parts of Bray, right? Because when he come back, you know, you had the different Firefly Funhouse characters all throughout there and then the burnt up, charred up fiend mask on the table. So then for him to come back out and essentially be like, I don't want to say like just Bray, but like he, there was no, you know, like no pageantry. Yeah, he burnt the past and is now coming in at himself. Right. And they left it in a spot where you don't know. You really don't know what that means because right after he cut that promo, there was also like the evil voice that came up after that. And like it is like the dark side. So I feel like it's still gonna be like a split kind of thing. But I'm not gonna lie. I like I like what I've seen so far. But before we get on to uh you know, before we get on to UFC 280, you know, Halloween Havoc is going down this weekend. Uh, J Bone, did Jeez, man. that's the same night as UFC? We're, we're bouncing around real quick. Let me, Jeez. How can we, hey, Jeez, I'm, gonna be a, I'm gonna be a cheapy creepy too. Yeah. Oh, shit. I got, Corey, I got, you'd I better got, bring your ass, some bitch. It's a, it's gonna be a damn good time. I'm just saying, I seriously. For, I got tickets for both nights, dude. You're over here <laughs> talking about where do you go? I'm there too. I'm I didn't know you there. were coming, Unc. So, what the hell are you gonna be? I am gonna be the best. Like I always no, but um, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell Keep it. I'm not gonna do that. Dead air. Um, no, but I guess for, you got to show up to find out. No, but fuck around, find out. Listen, my wife, she's an incredible uh, creative mind. We will be busting out some ridiculous costumes like we do every year. We love some cheapy creepy. Uh, when it fits into the schedule, we always go. So I'll be there both nights this year. Um, I know we're gonna do. Um, I know we're gonna do Bill and I know we're gonna do Billy and Mandy from Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy one oh, night for awesome. sure. And that's and awesome. then we're gonna do. Um, and I'm probably gonna do a wrestler outfit. So I guess I'm gonna keep that on the low. I'm actually gonna be doing gonna be a wrestler. It's this, it's this one right there <laughs> next to that one. This yep. one? Yep. This one's one? yeah. Um, I'm gonna one. be a wrestler on one of the days, and I'm gonna be Billy from Billy and Mandy on one of the days. So uh, it's gonna be it's the best time though for real. Cheapy creepy. It's such a weird vibe because it's like everyone's like having fun and we're drinking PBRs and shit. But then they're just like a band playing their soul out and like they're having the best show of their fucking lives. And you're just like you just stumble into a little room with someone playing. They're playing Metallica and you're like, what's going on here, dude? It makes no sense. Devin, the bat. Shout out to my homie over there. He's getting a big uh he's getting a big opportunity for a black label pro, and I'm really happy for it. Hell like, yeah. Get nice. me booked, bitch. No, but um <laughs> no, but yeah, creepy cheapy. I'll be there with knockouts in three on. counts. Let me just give a little context on the creepy cheapy uh experience. So last I had year, a fucking blast. It was dude. a great time last year. So we go last year. So one thing that happened on stage that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, a, yes. You know what I'm talking about. Here yes. They're on stage, they're doing the candy eating contest, mm-hmm. right? There's a girl on stage, pretty, pretty decent looking woman, young lady, I must say. She was hot, if I'm she honest, but hammered out of her mind. Let's be honest, she had uh, way too much to drink. She's up there, she's like, I'm gonna win this shit. I'm standing here to the window <laughs> and right in front of the stage. So she's just mowing down. I mean, you name it, almond joys, heath, whatchamacallit, it doesn't even matter. So what she's 
pounding down this candy and she starts eating her own hair, right? <laughs> her hair is going Bro. into her mouth, right? So she's just fucking kicking it. She ends up losing. It doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> so by the time they announce the winner, she's starting to walk towards the edge of the stage where I'm at and she's doing the whole gag thing. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm just like, oh, okay, well, this is oh. gonna happen. You know, I'm about to catch a catch catch a bomb here. But yeah, that that's creepy, cheapy. Girls eating candy in their own hair and almost puking. It's it's this, actually this pretty kind of said cheapy. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody well, can. Well, no. And and they hey. even 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 more better. Even that's more cool. better. <laughs> even more better. More better. Even hey, more better. Knockouts and three counts is gonna be in the house this year. So. Yeah, dude. Well, technically, we were in the house last year. You just technically weren't official. Official. Now it's official. Yeah, official. They, they didn't know about official. it. Uncle Bone's gonna be there. We're we're gonna be boning too. I thought we were gonna be um, um, Billy and Chuck. No. Oh, Billy and Chuck. Oh yeah, I am gonna be Billy. My wife's gonna be Mandy, but you're gonna be Chuck. Be Chuck. We'll talk about Billy it later. Chuck. Bro, Corey, you gotta come with us to this shit. Like, I'm serious. From oh, the Metallica Corey. cover band oh, shit oh, that was there, oh, I'm not kidding. I literally was like. I was pushing motherfuckers. Ask J-Bone. I was pushing motherfuckers around. I had a couple beers of me, dude. It was good time. It was good time. Like like three bands playing at once the whole time. You'd have to go to different rooms. Dude, the Britney Spears shit might have been the, like, hypest shit of the night for some reason. There's always a big pop act, like, on the main stage. It's it's incredible. And Metallica kicked ass, too. Dude, they always do. So, Dude, there's so many great bands this year. I I literally cannot wait. Uh. Plus, like, yeah, drinks three bucks. It's it's gonna be hard to fucking be. And you know what, Corey? If you come, if you come, you ain't paying for any drinks, bro. It's your birthday, man. We got you all night, dude. Your birthday, Kyle's paying. (laughs) Kyle's paying. How does this immediately go to Kyle? Kyle, (laughs) J Bone, you're the one bringing home the money bags, man. What the fuck? I mean, you know. Uh, this ain't a lie. But it's, I mean, I haven't gotten to go see our friends at G three payroll and tax yet, bro. After I go see them, we'll be we'll be great. You know, that's why you gotta hit that link in the motherfucking description hey, and then this, go use the other promo code at Michigan's Finest and you'll be having a great night. Just so you know, the headline on the night of your birthday on the 29th is uh a local band by Adidas Boys. Oh, they're oh yeah, they're Adidas playing as corn. They're doing corn. Corn. Hell yeah. That's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. I'm right, already it. looking forward to this shit. Blink-182. Kid Cuddy. I love Kid Cuddy. Hey, Uncle Chase going to Black Label? Oh, shit. Um, The promoter did just follow me like a week ago. Mikey. Fuck yeah. Well, like a week ago, so I know, it is, you know maybe, maybe I'll sneak in there. Hey, bro. I'm liking it. Business moves. You know, we've been cranking out a few of those ourselves, so I'm with it. All the merrier. I'd like to see all the homies eating, but cheapy creepies. I know you like to keep the movie. I know you like to keep the podcast moving, (laughs) but I just want to say real quick. I was so happy when I watched the uh, commercial for the Dispo for Michigan's (laughs) Finest uh, before the show, because dude, like that's such an awesome uh, sponsor. You guys are really, you guys are really out here now, bro. Like, that's yeah. so sick. Seriously, everybody has the same sponsors. All these podcasts around you, yeah. they all have the same ones. You're really branching out. We got the payroll. We got the d- dispo. Because you know what? I'm going to use my taxes at the dispo. So it's like, it's honestly <laughs> perfect. A two for one. You might as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be perfect. I can't wait. Hell yeah, dude. I'm uh shout out to Scott. Shout out to Michigan's Finest. Like I said, you know, they're part of the family now. So like I said, go check them out. Um. All right, 
Halloween Havoc, I'm surprised they're doing it uh, the same night as UFC. But then again, at the same time, I do like that they're at least finally seeming to like put some juice back into uh, NXT and kind of livening it up. You know, now since we've seen a lot of the names return, I like that we're seeing, uh, you know, I like that we're seeing a lot of the main roster stars show up. Like we know tonight, uh, I'm not watching it obviously right now, but you've got uh, Raquel from SmackDown is going to fight Rhea Ripley uh, or is Raquel's going to be the one facing, uh, uh, Cora Jade and then uh, Roxanne's going to have to fight Rhea on NXT tonight. So I like all the integration and mix. And Uncle Chase, have you gotten to check out any of this stuff since the Triple H uh, takeover? And if so, what do you think? I think nothing because I haven't watched it. <laughs> all right. That sums it up. You always are good for fucking checking stuff out. So I figured there's a good chance you did check it out. But. I, yeah, sorry. J Bone, I'll throw that one to you then. What do you think? Uh, what do you think with NXT? Are you excited for Halloween Havoc? Is there anything that sticks out to you that you're looking forward to seeing? I am, man. You know, Halloween Havoc is always one of my uh, <coughs> favorite pay per views going back to the WCW days. So I'm glad they kind of re uh, reinvigorated that pay per view. But I'm just the main event, man. Braun Breaker versus uh, how do you, I always botch his name? Draganoff and I, JD I just, McDonough, even yeah. though he should still just be Jordan Devlin, but fuck it, right? But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I don't think uh, I don't think that belt's going anywhere, but that's gonna be hard hitting, fast pace. That's gonna oh be yeah. Hitting, so that's it. Well, what me. if what if Braun's gonna? What do you th- you think? There's any chance he goes up to the main roster? I mean, I'd like to see it, but where does that leave NXT? You know what I mean? With with who? Who's the face of NXT at that point? I don't think you have somebody yet to get to that, you know, to take that spot. So I don't think it'd be a good idea yet. Uh, I mean, Ilya Druganov was champion and then blew his shit up. But yeah, you got to give him some time. I think we once we get to like the Royal Rumble area and, and it starts to be more of a reality thing, like where these guys can come up towards WrestleMania or at the end of Rumble or in the Rumble or something. Yeah. Once we start seeing who the next face of NXT is, then I think we can start thinking about stuff like that. Yeah, I think they. I, I don't think they'll pull them from the brand yet because, especially to your point, Kyle, with them trying to reinvigorate everything and kind of put their uh, stamp back on it and say this is you know a quality thing to watch again type of deal. They're going to want to keep their face at the top of it, and I feel like that's what we're going to continue to see at least for a little while. I I agree, man. Like I said, I've been a big fan of what we've seen from everybody that's involved. And like we said, you know, the other two people that are in that uh, match could definitely be somebody that I can see them, you know, having pick up that ball. Um, They also got the North American, the vacant North American title uh, ladder match, which every time they've had a ladder match on one of these big shows, it always seems to end up being good. So Mm -hmm. what do you think about that ladder match, J-Bone? I mean, I just don't like that every... Like I feel like every time the North American title is defended, it's in a ladder match, though. You know what I mean? Like I know it's, it's, it's kind of running side by side with that. I feel like. <laughs> well, right now they don't got a champion though, because remember yeah, they stripped. Solo. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love ladder matches. Ladder matches are cool. Like that's like one of the better gimmick matches ever. But oh, what up, I champ? I want to see a ladder match every time we see a North American championship match. You know what I mean? So, but with that being said, it's gonna be a banger. I mean, shit. What do you want? You know about banging her. <laughs> I can't take this guy anywhere. Come on, man. man, all the more reason Corey needs to bring his ass out for cheapy creepy. And if you're in the area, you need to too. 
look, man, all I know is it's it's shaping up to be a good thing. The other one that's interesting to me, although I wouldn't think these two guys would be in an ambulance match, the ambulance match between Damon Kemp and uh, Julius Creed should be interesting. I like uh, both of those guys. But to be honest, other than uh, Braun and them in the ladder match, the one for me is uh, Mandy Rose and Alba Fire. Um, I liked her when she was still Kaylee Ray, but I think that this match is going to be a banger. Um, I think this match is going to be a banger and she, like I said, I don't know why they did the name change. Obviously that happened, you know, before triple H took back over, but all I know is I think there's a good chance we're seeing a new champ. I think Alba fire might be the one to take that belt off of uh, Mandy Rose. I think it's about time. I mean, I wouldn't be against it, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen. I think like, like I said, I, I think they're they're just in a mix right now with NXT. Where we don't really know where everybody's going to land. You know what I mean? Like there are potential call ups, but at the same time, it wouldn't hurt to keep everybody where they're at in NXT. It's not going to do anything but good. But to your point, I wouldn't be mad if we see a title change. And from yeah. from the look of it, it looks like that's opening the uh, card too. So having a title change right off the rip, dude, top of the card, that's it's pretty huge. Starting off hot. Like I said, I mean, I'm really kind of looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to see what we behind it. And this will also be the first pay-per-view for them with Booker T on the commentary. So I am, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing that. You know, I was listening to Busted Open. Shout out to past guests of the show, Dave LaGreca, telling us that he's going to be uh, live and doing his thing down there and in the tenants over there in Orlando at the uh, Performance Center and all that good stuff. But with all that being said, I'm really looking forward to these fucking fights this weekend, dude. I'm really looking forward to these fights. Speaking of the fights, speaking of before we get to the UFC, though, shout out to the champ, Christine Faria in here, checking in for a minute. Um, Past guest of the show. I want to see the champ get back in the ring. If you guys are new here, make sure you check out our interview with the champ. We had a good time talking about old school training and all kinds of different shit with the champ, uh, Christine Faria. But you know, Mike the Marine Richmond, boy. I've been man. saying it ever since he got in there. Man. This man is a fucking problem for anybody in BKFC right now. Um, Yeah, what do you think about him versus Lorenzo Hunt, Corey? I mean, I, the matchup itself, I love the matchup. I, I'm, I'm kind of over the whole BKFC allowing uh, the future opponents, you know, to do a face-off in the ring and shit. Kind of over that, but other than that part, the the potential matchup, I love I love the potential matchup. I mean, Lorenzo Hunt just coming off of the uh, the knockout himself. Uh, it you're talking about a a real banger fight to see who uh, ends up as the unified champ at the division. I in just really what Mike Richmond was able to do uh, over this past weekend with the comeback, and he got hurt too, bro. Like yeah. he was hurt. That's what I mean. When I, I don't know uh, who all seen my uh, Twitter post about it and stuff, but that was that was real. That was emotion straight after watching the event, man. And you could see that uh, he went through it for sure. He earned that belt in that one. That was not a that was not a gimme fight by no means. I agree, hundred percent, dude. It was uh, it was dope. Like I said, I've been watching Richmond since he was in bellator and doing his thing there it's crazy yeah. to think that guy used to fight at 135 145 and now he's a thick ass 185 <laughs> like you ain't 
Like that's crazy to me, dude. Like he fought at 135 and 145, and now this guy is just walking around like cock diesel and shit at 185. I mean, so, and you can see, you can see he's definitely put on some size. Like it's all just not mass. I don't want to say mass as in like a bat. Like he is just bulked up, you know, big time. So I, I'm excited for what the uh, Lorenzo Hunt matchup uh, brings for a prospect uh, future matchup. But realistically, I don't want to. I don't want to just move past what he was doing, what he did this weekend. And uh, realistically, I'm trying to pull up the card here too because there's a couple other ones that I wanted to talk about as well. But for what UFC. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about the whole. Or is this? Are we talking? Well, B- he's no, talking. He's saying BKFC. he wanted to talk BKFC. Well, mm-hmm. while Corey finger fucks his phone, uh, yeah. I agree with you. I'm a hundred percent on the train with Mike Richmond. There were, I mean, BKFC is always going to be exciting to watch just because of the fact that there's so much damage, there's so much violence. They're, you know, they're always doing their thing, you know, and speaking of somebody who can inflict that violence, you know, the champ Christine Faria check it in with us. But, you know, UFC 280, bro, is a man, you know, I've heard this thrown around a few times since I've been watching fights where you hear somebody say this is the greatest UFC card of all time. I heard that around UFC 100. I heard that around, you know, there's a few other ones that you can name Mm -hmm. right off the rip, but. Dude, this bitch is stacked from top to bottom. And champ, I'm going to redeem us this weekend. I'm going to win 500 big ones in this bitch if my parlay hits. I'm sorry you lost 200 big ones. I lost 20 bucks. You better win this parlay. God damn, I I need to win this parlay because that WrestleCon hotel is like, it's it's a kick in the balls. (laughs) You've been pumping up this parlay, Kyle. So you, you better at least share. Uh, Hell yeah. I'm going to share. Where, where the. So talking? if any of you guys want to win big money, follow this. Or if you want to share win in my misery, money. it just depends let's on who's it. asking. Uh, let's see. Let me you let me get my DraftKings app up. DraftKings, if you hear this, feel free to sponsor the show. Like, well, if you watch the show, you would do the same parlay as me. So I shouldn't have to Also, pay. Also, I got to pay G3 payroll and tax. I would have to pay my because extra you should income. do the same parlay as me. We should all have five hundred extra dollars. My extra so income this no year. No excuse, bro. So I picked Caitlin Chikagian to win. I picked Sean O'Malley to win, and I picked Benil Dariush to win. All and you're hyping this up because you picked Sean O'Malley, dude. Like he's not gonna win. <laughs> well, we oh, got his pick, don't we? Damn, Chase. We see which way you're leading. I think. Hey, look, man. I think, dude. If there's any way O'Malley's winning, he's knocking him the fuck out. I think and if you're, I think if you're running that betting line that Kyle's doing, I would personally do that as singles because I, I feel like all three of those fights are going to be tough. Yeah, all look, three for I those. He typed this parlay up, and I'm like, do not do when, this. When you, when you oh, yeah. Well, when I win 500 bucks, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. <laughs> listen, listen. You when you got me for 500 bucks, <laughs> when you got money like Kyle, it doesn't really matter. Hey, hold on a minute. Don't even go there because after the medical bills I just got hit at, I'll show y'all motherfuckers some bills. Hold on. Well, hold on, hold on, dude. Hold on. So talking about talking about O'Malley and Yano. though. It's definitely a long shot. It's worth throwing a little flyer on there. But it's, I, you already made your pick. We already know who you're picking here. But the is it, can we start here? Is that fine? 
Are you cool with start that? wherever you right. would like. The, the gap, time. listen, the gap between the rankings was it 12? O'Malley's what, 12 or something like that? He's not even ranked. He's, no, he's all, in the, all the way up to number ranking. one. He's fighting the number one ranked fighter at the weight class, dude. Yeah. That's a huge step. This guy is not uh, uh, the other. Who's the other guy? Hamzat. He's not the same fighter, dude. This ain't the same thing. So I'm sorry, man. It, yes, it only takes one punch, and this is the most unpredictable. Oh, don't get me ever. wrong. I think that there's a good chance that Petrion goes in there and puts it on him. I'm just yeah. saying. Well, I'll finish I can... first. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this dude is going to get worked in there. You're going to see a, a very, very distraught Sean. Damn, Manny, dude. I got to say something. And it's it's not going to work out in his favor. I think Jan's going to wow. put him in a clinic, and he's going to he's going to beat him up the whole time. Wow. Jay Bone, I completely agree. So here's the thing with you, Corey. I'm looking you in the face right now. Um, last time Sean O'Malley fought, I was with you. And mm-hmm. we both watched this fight, and honestly, you didn't seem—you didn't seem very impressed. No. So I'm shocked that you're over here, like, oh man, how could you doubt Sean O'Malley? Well, you I, doubted him last time he fought. I was with you, dude. He's not yeah, gonna call him out. He's not gonna beat uh, Peter. And and it's gonna mm-hmm. be a fun fight for sure. It's gonna be one of those fights because when you Sean O'Malley fights, it can end at any time. So you're like, yep. oh, you're on. It's gonna be. Awesome, you're gonna be clenching your little toes or whatever, but like he's not gonna win. Like it, it's cool, it is it's fun, but like he's not gonna win, brother. I feel like here's the thing, right? And I looking at stylistically Pedro Munoz versus uh Jan, they're very similar, right? They're both like heavy boxers, they mix in leg kicks well, and I mean Petrayan's a little bit better uh on the feet, I would say. But Pedro Munoz has the, the more of the ground threat. I feel like the big thing here is the reach advantage. We're going to see whether or not Sean O'Malley is able to implement that or not. That's, that's the real thing. And I feel like the big difference between Pedro Munoz and uh, Jan is the fact that Jan constantly keeps that high guard. And if, if Sugar uh, is able to target the body and mix in his shots a little bit, I feel like he does stand a chance that being said I, I yeah i agree if i was putting money on it yeah i'm probably going petrion because i feel like he's the more proven talent and to your point i feel like when we seen that step up in talent uh it, it didn't look at like it was necessarily it looked like it could have went either way and that's not what you were expecting to see in a sean o'malley fight right you were expecting to either see him get a very dominant finish or something along those lines and maybe that could have happened we still had a round and a half to go because if i'm not mistaken it ended it with like two minutes left in the second but uh i don't know man i i want to be the little you know fanboy that's like yeah i feel like sugar can get it done in this one but yeah man it's definitely a tough matchup it's definitely a huge step up in competition oh no doubt and i'm not saying that i don't think with that with petrion but here's the thing that i feel like not enough people are talking about everybody wants to talk about sean o'malley is jumping up to fight the number one guy let's look at this on the flip side for a minute you got a guy in petrion who you're essentially the next guy and this fight really doesn't do shit for him oh, because you're fighting a guy that's not even in the top 10. So you're not only supposed to win, 
you should technically win, you know. Yeah, but you're fighting a fan favorite, so sure, fine. That's fine. But think about it this way: if they if they go like the full five rounds or some or the full three rounds or whatever, then you know that could look bad on Petrion, even if he wins because he went three rounds with O'Malley, who's unranked. Yeah, he might be a fan favorite and shit, but when you talk about rankings and that kind of shit. There's a lot more to lose in this fight for Petrion than there is for Sean O'Malley. If Sean O'Malley loses, you were supposed to lose to him because he was the number one contender. If Petrion loses, this could loses or maybe he has a lot tougher fight than maybe he expected or whatever the case. If he does anything short of looking dominant against Sean O'Malley, and this could be really bad for fucking Peter Petrion. Okay, okay. I, I do feel you on that. And Kyle, you kind of got me fucking hyped. You kind of got me like, we need <laughs> That's to get what together. they do, bro. Yeah, no, we got to get together now. You know what? Now I am going to watch the fights with you guys because I have to at least see this fight with you too. Uh, <laughs> I, I try to show up two hours before ring time. So I'll hang out. Maybe I'll kick it. We'll hang out until I have to leave for the show. How far away are you from the show? 20 minutes. All right, listen. <laughs> Listen, we gotta get be, Donald on board. We Donald's gotta, get gotta Donald come with Holland. me. Donald Holland. Me and Donald are riding together, so we gotta we gotta get Donald on board here. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna Donald said he had to run to the store, so just buy him whatever drink he got at the store, and you should be fine. Oh my gosh, Donald Holland! Let me tell you something about a man. His name is Donald. Um, <laughs> Donald online, Buck. <laughs> online, not my favorite. In person. He is such a threat. I, I think I said this on like podcast before. I feel like you have, yeah. yeah, no, Donald's the best person in person. <laughs> in the person. best person in, in person. person. He is fantastic. And I can't wait. Every time I get to hang out with him, it's always a good time, dude. Because me and Donald love indie wrestling on like a level that most humans don't. So whenever we get to talk about it, it's like, I'm like, oh, wow, this is a, there's another human like me. Yeah. <laughs> That's so me. When me and Donald were kicking it, it's a good time. So uh, hopefully we can get them out. To yeah, hopefully we can us. get this all figured out so we can we can lose all our money on parlays and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? <laughs> Laugh all don't you want now, bitch. bitch. No, listen. Laugh don't all you bitch. want now, bitch. It's funny if Kyle wins for real because he will get us. So yep. Bad, and then the best part of it is I'll get a 100 of them motherfuckers in ones and make it rain oh, in this bitch. I, <laughs> I didn't say it was impossible. I just I was buying all the PBRs. If you're running that line, I would do it as singles because I feel like that's a tough parlay for all three of those. That's why I don't bet anything that I can't, like, I'm not okay with losing. Like, 20 bucks is not going to hurt me. But anything past that, I might be a little bit upset. So, to kind of cap this uh, Sean O'Malley Petrion fight, I feel like, to what I was saying earlier, I feel like if. Sugar Sean is able to uh, target the body a little bit. We may be able to see an interesting fight here. Another aspect of it is uh, Petrion's mind game going into this. I mean, ha- you hear it all the time from fighters. Half the game is mental. And uh, coming off that loss to Aljamain Sterling, following the disqualification to lose his title, it, you know, he thought he was going to go into that last one and dominate, right? So here he is again, thinking I'm sure that to your point, Kyle, I'm fighting the number 11 guy or whatever. I should be able to just, you know, clear house with this guy. Maybe we don't see that, and maybe it ends up being a tougher fight than he expected. I would still lean Petrion because he's the more 
qualified fighter that we've seen showcased more against uh, the top level talent. But really, it, it that's the best part about this pay per view is there's so many fights, whether it be the prelims, the early prelims, or the uh, the actual main card itself that truly could go either way. Yeah. And we deserve it because I feel like a big story this year has been guys not wanting to fight down a little bit or yeah. not wanting to fight the next contender. This entire, well, this is a way down. <laughs> this, whole, this fight, yeah, but I mean, the whole card, like Corey was saying, people are actually fighting ranking-wise. They're actually fighting, dude. So it's like I'm really yeah. pumped about that. I really am. I mean, to move on to the next fight, since you brought up the whole rankings thing, another person I feel as though that's taken a big kind of leap into the rankings pool, I guess you can say, Benil Dariush taking yeah. on Mateus Gamrot. That's mm -hmm. not a fight he had to take, but that's an extremely competitive fight, at least on paper, going into it. I mean, we've seen what uh, Gamrot was able to do uh, just a couple months back in his first main event slot against the uh, Sarukian, I believe, is who he was fighting in that one. But uh, incredible fight, potential fight of the year. Everybody loved the matchup. And here we are, him him versus Benil, man. Benil coming off of the leg injury and stuff. I'm very excited for this fight. I feel like this is a sleeper one that uh, isn't quite getting the, uh, the attention it, it deserves. So there's a few reasons why I picked Benil Dariush for that uh, parlay. Number one, I feel like he's like the most underrated fucking fighter in the ufc right now almost right. It's the because especially well fuck fuck the gray <laughs> hair what no offense to alexander volkanovsky but like don't get me wrong he's doing his thing at 145 i understand why the champ kind of jumps the line but i mean dude benil dariush is pretty much beaten almost everybody there is to beat at 155 and they've just been dancing around this motherfucker for a title shot if no. he wins this fight, and then, like, I don't know if you guys really paid attention to that heading into this fight. You know, we, everybody's talking about um, Volko being the, uh, you know, the alternate in case anybody misses weight. But, like, Darius was under the impression from his management, apparently, that he thought it was him. So, well, I mean, that's... And he had he had clarified that in a submission radio interview with uh, Benil Dariush, where he had brought up the fact that he he was he was pretty pissed off about it at first, but after realizing that you know it's 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 extremely rare that the number one pound for pound fighter that's currently ranked number one wants to try to step into his, you know an active division and that's what we're seeing here with uh Volkanovski trying to step in at 155 so I I would be upset if I was Benil Dariush as well especially because of everything he's dealt with and the the injury and stuff like that it, it really sucks because you see now Islam in the title fight even though he didn't end up really fighting he fought Bobby Green you know which I love me some Bobby Green fights, but he's he's not top five in the division. He's not the type of talent that proves that you're title ready. And Benil uh, Darish was just kind of left in the dust. And then all the rumblings of uh, Islam needs to prove himself, you know, in one more before we put him in the title fight. We'll get him that Benil fight that we originally uh, had scheduled. And here we are. They're fighting on the same card, and he's fighting a guy way ranked below him. I believe, like Gamrot's ranked like he's nine number or nine. Eight or something. Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's an 
it's a very intriguing fight. I love the fight, but as a but if fan, Dariush wins this shit, he better get a fucking somebody above number six. Um, yeah, but, so it, but that's the thing is who he, he shouldn't have to fight no more, right? I feel like no, I agree with that, but I'm just saying, regardless of what happens, this fight is booked. I'm saying after this, he better get somebody higher up. So with that being said, do you think Bernil gets it done or do you got Gamrot? I feel like Gamrot really showed me a lot. I feel like he showed me a lot. I feel like Armand uh, Tsarukian is definitely somebody that's going to be, you know, the top level of the division in the coming years. And Gamrot was able to uh, weather a tough storm in a couple of those rounds and uh, end up on top. And I'm worried. That's what I mean when I was talking about this fight. I'm a Benil Darius fan, and I'm genuinely worried about this fight for him because I feel like uh, – Gamrock coming from KSW. I don't know uh, how many people were able to watch his fights and stuff over there, but I did catch quite a few of them. And he was a multi-division champ over there, and that's like that's yeah. Europe. That's Europe's top, you know, promotion essentially. And he was doing incredible work over there. And to see him come over here and transfer that man, I mean, it's it's a tough fight. I want Benil Dariush, so that's the way that I'm going to pick. I feel like he definitely has the skills to be able to get this one done. It's just, man, that's a tough fight against a rising prospect that's ranked way below him. So if he's not able to get this one done, that's a, that's a, that's a tough loss if he, if he unfortunately does take the loss come Saturday. So we got two for Dariush. Who y'all picking? Yeah, I got Darius too. There's no real reason for me to believe that he's not going to win. Jaybone, who you got? I'm with you guys, dude. I got him too. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, not going to blow smoke up your ass here. I'm not um, knowledgeable on the other guy like Corey is. So I know what I saw from Darius. So I'm going to take him. No, so I mean, I, what Corey said is very valid because we got to we got to keep it real right here. Um, Gamera has 21 wins in one loss. So I always really do put that into play. I, I really I think that really does weigh heavy in a fighter's mind. Um, mm-hmm. There's ebbs and flows or whatever, and he's on a big like he's like you know I'm yeah. the man I'm the shit. Uh, so it's not gonna be an easy fight, but I mean yeah. hey if Dariush is who we think he is, he should win, and that is what it yeah. is. And if not, and then Gamrat. Not you got another star coming. Big up. big yeah. big big prospect. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, this is a huge fight for him. If he gets a win, dude, this is going to be a huge win for him, even though it's only a couple spots up the rankings. For him to beat a guy like Darius, who's been like the uncrowned number one contender for how yeah. long at this point, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be a huge step-up fight for him and definitely something that helps him. Speaking of a step-up fight, though, bro, the one that they got, if they do this in the order it says it's going to be, the one that kicks off the card, you know, you got Caitlin Chikagin, who's mm-hmm. ranked number one, against the number Menon six and that's what's crazy right <laughs> caitlin chikagian is ranked number one and they got this chick from france ranked mm-hmm. number six is the favorite which yeah. i don't know that i agree the with that but, uh, yeah, yeah. that's why i took her in that parlay i got two out of the three of them all on uh underdog odds yeah what the hell? It's it's a I weird mean, division man it's that is it is a really odd division um obviously oh. Uh, I'm not gonna give. A, I'm not gonna give a big rundown on there. I think Corey will be there to do that. But like, uh, I got I got Chikugian, but like, 
Ugh, such a weird division. Like, yeah, she is ranked, she is ranked one for a, for a reason, and Homegirl's ranked six for a reason too. I mean, that's very vague, but like if you watch the fights, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You do. I understand what you're saying, but I feel like it's in Manon Faro's, uh perspective. It's just because she's it. unproven. It's not because yeah. of the talents lacking. I feel like that's why she was kind of. Not, I don't want to say gifted, right? But the way that this division's laid out, if you're able to put in some impressive finishes, you will work your way up into these, you know, number one contender fights really quickly. And that's where we're at. Agreed. And, uh, yeah. With that being said, I feel like the, I feel like she's really done a great job, except for her last fight against Jennifer Maya. I feel like Jennifer Maya definitely br- brought something out of her that, wasn't what we were used to seeing with the uh, Faro or Manon Faro. I got to say the whole name or else I, was, I had to look at her I name. Can't say, like, How do you say it? It's a French name, so you got to pronounce it like you're pronouncing no. Grashit. Yeah, stay right? ready. He just gotta thinks he can what? pronounce it because he's got the girly hair. <laughs> it's because I did a half a semester of French in high school. I just, just want to point something half out. Half a look semester. At, look at him. Look how ready he is. Yeah. He stays ready for Saturday. Got to get the stretches in. Get them like, Hindu squats so in. You know, we're going to watch the Tales from the Territory of MayWA after this. I'm looking forward to <laughs> fucking watching that in, shit. In all serious, though, to uh, spin back to the fight, I feel like uh, Chikagian should. Sh- should be able to win because yet again i like saying this one in this episode apparently episodes just have themes of me saying the same like phrase over and over but she's the more proven <laughs> talent in this one right manan manan Fro is the up-and-comer who were def i me at least as the hardcore is excited to see what her career ends up leading to i feel like if she uh continues to evolve her skills a little bit she could at least be somebody that works her way into the upper echelon of the division and eventually challenges for a title, whether win or loss, you know, I feel like Valentina's an incredibly tough fight, but I feel like she's somebody that at least brings skills that would make it a comp- competitive fight. And that's the whole thing that that division's lacking uh, for the most part. That so, being said, I, I feel like Chikagian should be able to get it done. I, that's the, the way I would lean, but, I think Chikagian's going to get it done. I think it's going to be a tougher fight than people expect, but the reason I believe that Chikagian's going to win is if you watch her most recent fight, like, she's a dog in there, dude. She don't give a shit about bleeding. She don't give a fuck about none of it. So, I mean, this girl might come out throwing fire, but I feel like her experience is going to be is going to be the difference in this one because I do think Faroe's going to come out throwing fire, but I feel like Chikagian's Uh proven that even if you, you know, put it on her, you know, and we've seen her bleed like that, that she'll still get in there and fucking fight. So yeah. to me, I feel like that's going to be what's the difference because I think Faro is going to be coming in there trying to take her head off, however that looks. And I think if Chikagian can weather that or with her experience be able to kind of matador uh, Faro mm-hmm. a little bit, I think that Chikagian can get it done. But obviously, like you said, she's got to be on top of her shit. But she's coming off a hard-fought win. And again, she mm-hmm. you know, had the crimson mask and still got the dub. So <laughs> I, I, think she's, uh, I think she's ready to do so. If I'm in Faroe's corner, though, the thing that worries me, if, if you're Chikagian, is the way Andrade was able to put her out with that body shot. 
that that's what makes me kind of worried going into this fight is I feel like Manon carries that type of power. And if you're able to throw oh. combos where you get the guard up high and then, you know, chase it down low and finish, you know, with some power low, we we could see her get out, get her out, you know, in that regard. But other than that, I feel like if <laughs> if the game plan isn't on point, I feel like Chikagian should be able to get it done. And these are all tough fights. That's why it's so yeah. hard to pick, you know, who's going to win. Okay, as far as the main card, before we talk about the main event, we've got the co-main event. You got TJ Dillashaw versus the champ, Aljamain Sterling, which I just want to put this out here since we've been talking parlays. Thank you, Aljo, because since you won by DQ, you know what? I won 175 bucks while I was in the motherfucking tattoo chair getting my tattoo from Lindsay Snow. So that's what I'm talking about. You paid for my tattoo, and on top of it, it was even better because I was in Florida, which gambling – you know, you can't do it there, but my brother-in-law, you whoa. know, hey. whoa, whoa, whoa. that's not a, uh, I didn't, Hey, I put the bed in, in Michigan, so it's all right. They can't do shit to me. Uh, it's not they can't do shit. I ain't worried about nothing. We don't do any illegal gambling here. <laughs> Who said it was illegal, bitch? It's legal here in Michigan. Only Kyle does it. I'm pretty sure it's only Kyle. <laughs> Is this the first time Kyle said bitch the whole time? Because yeah, oh yeah, I, I am proud of this man for not cussing me out. Uh, we're an hour into the podcast and he has not cussed me out until now. He's been I'm very he's, proud of this. He's man. actually been pleasant tonight. He's it's really more, great. For me and you that are cutting yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, do you but, use beard oil? I need to like. Do I use beard oil. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's uh, it's Effie's oil. <laughs> no, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, um. Who do you got, Aljo or uh, TJ Dillashaw? And I, I also want to know from both of you guys, do you guys, does him popping from uh, EPO, and the reason I say this, Ooh. that it's different than any other kind of steroid, is because that's the only one that you've got to shoot up. Well, so my thing is, does that bother you at all as he comes back into another title fight? I, I was going to let J-Bone go, but no, you since, go. Since, I'm not, since you, since you I'm... got me hyped up about this EPO shit, um, I no, I don't forgive TJ Dillashaw because you know what? I loved that man when he beat <laughs> Burrell. Like I cried, and I'm not kidding. I literally yeah. cried when he and then when he beat Joe Soto. And that was such a fun, amazing. That was such an awesome fight. Like I love the storyline behind it. Blah blah blah. Anyways, TJ's run beating beating uh, what's the big head guy that he beat a couple times? Head and Burrell. Oh, uh, uh, uh Cody Harbrandt. Uh, Cody, yeah. yeah. Him he beat Cody. the shit out of Hendon Burrell, too. Ring the bell. Cody. I was in Chicago. Yeah, yeah I cried. I, I'm not kidding. I literally <laughs> cried when I lost that fight. Up. Um, but for real, You're supposed to have it ready, man. We've been doing that shit three weeks now, and every week so, you say that so shit. Honestly, you know, you'll never be Devin, Joe. <laughs> Bone. You'll never be Devin. Devin um, was on point with that shit. Dang. Sorry about that, but um, <laughs> honestly, I... There we go. There you go. Hot damn. GCW bell also. That's also the GCW bell. If you don't know that, they don't have a carry a real bell. They do use a YouTube <laughs> clip. But um, honestly, uh, yeah, no. TJ hurt me. TJ literally hurt my feelings. So if you see these, see this TJ Dillashaw. I weigh more than you. I will do things to you, <laughs> like the sun and the I'll moon. Do things. Don't mess with me, bro. No, but for real, uh, he did hurt my feelings. I don't. I don't forgive him for the EPO stuff. And I'm not kidding, especially at these faster, uh, at these fast, these smaller weight classes. 
and I really don't forgive him. And yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with him. I don't forgive him. But guess what? I don't want to see Aljo and Peter again. I don't want to see it. I'm good, bro. So well, if Sugar uh, Show has his way, you might not have to. Yeah, great. But uh, Sugar Show will get yeah, jobbed great. out by Aljo. <laughs> That's not gonna. Aljo would, <laughs> Aljo would work. Fucking Sean O'Malley, and yeah. we all know it. So let's not even bullshit around. We watch too many fights. If he can do that to Peter, get his back like he did, he can obviously get Sugar. So I'm not worried about it, bro. I don't want to see that fight either. I want to see Aljo lose, even though TJ made me cry in front of my wife, and she still married me. <laughs> so I'm not kidding, though. I really wanted to see TJ win, and I want to see him lose the next fight. I want to see him. I want to see him get the belt and go. I'm the man. I did it, even though he's a cheating fuck. He's gonna go to hell with Saddam Hussein. Wow. But yeah, TJ's a terrible oh, person, oh, oh. Um, but he's going to lose his next fight. I hope he wins this one, but loses next. Wow. Um, I guess I if Sugar knocks him out, guess what? Sugar will beat him. I, I really feel that way. I'm not kidding. Sugar will beat him. If he can beat Jan, he can beat TJ. So whoever wins out of Jan and Sugar will beat TJ. I really, really feel that in my heart. So I hope TJ wins. And because uh, also Aldo's not a great personality i think he's corny and i've only need i only need one corny person in my life and that's henry cejudo oh <laughs> damn that's fired I, so I, that, I, that's my feelings on it guys that's my feelings on it i'm a fan of al Jermaine and i can i can agree he's 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 a little corny and there's the reason why he maybe hasn't grabbed the uh the the traction of the uh fans as much as i'm sure he would like to i mean you you would think being the premier division that everybody keeps talking about with 135 that this uh, title fight would be on everybody's, uh, you know, mouth and ears. But it's really, other than like the, out of the top three bouts on the card, this is the by far the least talked about. And it, it's definitely a little bit of a slap in the face to Aljo. I feel like his, uh, his title run after... Uh, beating uh Jan the way he did in the last fight I feel like is uh deserved for sure so we'll see going into this fight I can't I as much as I agree with you I would hate to see uh Aljo versus Jan three I feel like even if Jan wins and Aljo wins I don't think they'll go that direction I think they'll they'll find another way to spin it off of but that being said I feel like to break down this actual fight TJ is probably a little bit better on the feet. Aljo's probably a little bit better on the ground. Which one is able to implement that is really where the whole X's and O's boils down to, in my eyes, at least in this fight. I feel like if Aljo's able to get him down and at least apply that pressure, which Aljo's going to be the bigger guy in there. And if you've been checking out any of his photos on Twitter or Instagram or whatever platform you guys use, He's looking fucking jacked, dude. Incredible, dude. A specimen. Yeah, he's looking wild right now. So for him to be able to make 135, I mean, we'll see. Of course, he's still got to make weight. But if he's able to come in in that kind of shape and be the bigger guy, I feel like his wrestling is going to be too much. And I feel like the thing is, is he hasn't had to showcase it too much in his last couple fights because he was in there against guys who were just better strikers, but not necessarily better grapplers. Right. But if you look back to yet again, Pedro Munoz, bring him up again. You look up uh, the Aljo versus Pedro Munoz fight. 
that was a three-round decision where Aljo just pretty much outpunched him for the majority of the fight. I mean, he outkicked him, outpunched him, was able to win the fight on the ground and wasn't able to really implement his wrestling throughout the whole fight. So I feel like that being said, I feel like TJ's uh, – TJ's going to have his hands full. I feel like it's definitely a winnable fight for TJ. And don't forget he's like, coming off that knee, too. That's a that's a definitely a valid point, too. Uh, age is not his friend at this point, coming off the injury and stuff. And uh, I never want to see a snake like uh, TJ Dillashaw win. I, I've seen enough of him holding a belt in, uh, in my MMA days. And I hate to be salty, right, because everybody makes mistakes and he owned up to it and stuff like that. But that being said... For him to go in there, in my opinion, lose the Corey Sanhagen fight and then now immediately come into now a title fight is uh eh, I could I could give or take it, you know? <laughs> I could give or take it. So I, I just I <clears throat> being an Aljo fan, I hope he's able to get it done. I hope we're able to see the uh dominant wrestling take uh take hold out here in uh, Abu Dhabi come Saturday. Yeah, I I think Aljo's going to win, man. But the thing with that fight is that, like you said, I don't know that I don't know that MMA in general is ever going to be able to look at TJ the same. Like, if I'm being yeah. honest, like I don't know that even if he were to come back and let's say he wins the title and just goes on a run and just defends it a bunch of times, like I don't know that he'll ever be able to erase the stigma. Now, I don't have anything against uh, TJ personally, but. You know, it is what it is. And he's got a, you know, that's kind of like the old saying, you know, you make your bed, now you got to lay in it. So I think that all he really cares about going into this is that he's getting another title shot. But with that mm-hmm. being said, I'm still interested to see how that knee is going to hold up after having a knee surgery and getting hurt fresh off of being off for, what was it, two years or three years he got for that suspension and then to yeah. get hurt right when you yeah. come back and now you're out another year. So you know, even though he had that fight and won, he's going to come into this one, in my opinion, with a little bit of ring rust as well. So I think if Aljo is able to, you know, kind of implement whatever game plan it is that he wants to see come to fruition, I think Aljo can get the job done. Um, All right, dude. Main event time. This fight is intriguing. Did I say who I thought was going to? I thought you said, I thought you said when you said TJ was a snake. I thought he said. I thought he said the same thing as Chase. That's why I I, no, I win. I just want to point out that he I didn't me. say who I think was going to win. I just say who I wanted to win. By the way, because I, <laughs> this is such a this is such a close fight that it was I wasn't even trying to predict it. I was just telling you what I want to happen. Um, I think Corey gave a great anal- analysis on it. Honestly, I don't really have anything to add to it. I just want to say I never said who I thought was going to win, just <laughs> who I want to win. It's a very close fight, and I don't know what's going to happen when those grappling exchanges, and they're going to happen, you know? Yep. So they're going to for sure happen. So I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, most likely, Aljamain will will dominate him, but who? But we have no idea. We really don't know. Right. What What about you? Most Jay likely. Bone, I, listen, I always play all. Host I... <laughs> of knockouts and three counts. What do you, you think? <laughs> I always play off Corey, man, because Corey knows what he's talking about. That's why we have Corey's corner. We have Corey's (laughs) corner for this. Um, But no, you're you're right. Uh, Aljo's probably going to win this one, but 
TJ's got a puncher's chance, dude. And he he's still one of the OGs. And he's got the power. OGs. That's the thing. Like, regardless, I mean, that guy's got slick hands. He's like, one of the OGs you can take steroids, but that doesn't make your hands slick like that. It's hard. It's yes, hard it to does. go against him, man. So not your technique. Well, it gives you dude. Him training with Dwayne Dwayne Bang Ludwig makes him have slick hands. I'm not saying that it doesn't make you faster or hit harder or anything like that. I'm saying on a pure how his hands look and shit. You could take this all day. We could do this all day. The reason we talked about EPO and why we both hated, I thought you were on the same page as me, but I guess I do. I don't like that he took steroids, but I'm saying that doesn't not it's the steroids. Whatever EPO doesn't make. Listen EPO doesn't make the it guys does. fucking does, the skills. It, it does, my brother, because you have more time to train. You have more in, you don't have to, you don't have less time to recover. So you get more time to go as hard as possible that other guys don't get. So I'm just saying the up, technique work that you still have to put those hours in to be able to have the technique to and be able to fight on your feet. Like to put is. the technique work in because of the fucking EPO. That's what I'm saying. I'm not a fan of it either. Like anyone that watches the show knows yeah. I fucking hate steroids. So it is what it is. But all right, Makachev and fucking Oliveira. I am this fight is so intriguing. I don't to me think Jordan ever He's gonna win, Jordan. Damn it. This guy, what the fuck? Jordan. He got Oliveira. No, no, no. The last fight. <laughs> J Bones live from the shitter. J Bones live from the shitter. Live from the streets of Pontiac. The snake. He thinks the snake's getting it done. No, I use a pee before you. You're good. You're good. Oh man. All right. Well, he thinks he thinks TJ is gonna get the job done. Well, Oliveira versus Makachev is another one that's very interesting because in the same way we talk about that with O'Malley and Jan, I mean. Oliveira, if he wins this fucking fight, is cleared out 155. Yeah. Right. Like, who else are you going to have him fight? He already beat Gaethje. He already beat Chandler. He already beat Poirier. If he beats Makachev, the only one left for him, and Ferguson, the only one left for him to beat is if he fucked up Khabib, and I don't know that Khabib's going to come back unless... Dariush. Hey, hey, if you are... Go ahead. If he wins, give him the fucking fight. I just said that. But, I mean, realistically, when you talk about the names in the division, he's beat them all. And that's why that Dana White came out and said, no matter uh, who wins come Saturday, Volkanovski is the next uh, contender, which is very surprising to me given the uh, matchups that are on the card and stuff like that. But uh, that being said, I feel like either way... I'm down to see Volkanovski versus either uh, Oliveira or Islam. That'll that'll be a hell of a matchup. I gotta be honest. I'm completely shocked by you guys because because we're talking about a man, Charles Oliveira, okay, who's defeated Mm -hmm. the top five, and you guys are hyping up Dariush. Who the fuck? Hold on, I didn't say he's gonna beat Oliveira. I didn't say who's gonna beat him. You guys are talking about him, though. It's just like, yeah, of course, uh, of course, Volk is going to get the next title shot, dude. Of course, he's going to get the next title shot. Like, he, he deserves should. It. He deserves it. He deserves it. I'm not saying that he yeah. shouldn't get it over Dariush. I'm just saying that guy gets overlooked like a motherfucker and should have been fought for the title a long time ago. He doesn't fight anybody in the top five. You have to fight one. He's person. been calling for the shit, though. Hey, like, if you listen, fight, he's not had a fight in the top five, not right? So let's just so who I Corey I I the hey if you're watching 
you could see Corey like kind of like uh, <laughs> get, uh, the, <laughs> electric, the electrons are going through his body. He's like, oh shit, we're talking about the main event. He's like getting so pumped. But Corey, yeah. I know, I know, brother. I, I feel the, I feel what you're feeling. But can I? Let me just say something. Of course, I'm never going to stop saying anything. But uh, I'm going to get my prediction first because I'm going to let the real experts at the Knockouts and Three Counts uh, podcast you know, give their expert opinions. Let me just tell you something right now. If you follow Uncle Chase, I guarantee you you're winning bread, bread. Let me tell you something. Um, for the main event here, for the main event here, Islam Makachev? If you bet, I'm going strictly betting and for my analysis today. Uh, you, I don't bet against the guy with the record of 20 and one. I, I don't bet against this man. Okay, I don't. Um, Charles, Charles Oliveira, we've seen this. Everyone here has watched MMA for over 10 years, right? Yeah. We have seen the guard come and go two or three times by now. Look at the top five. Oliveira. Um, we're talking Oliveira, uh, Poirier, Gaethje, uh, Chandler, everybody's in their late thirties. Um, uh, let me tell you something. You're when you're in the late thirties, you're either in your prime or at the end of your prime or you're one fight away every time. Um, a guy like Islam, we've seen it so many times, guys, where a guy like Islam is who's young and hasn't lost and he's coming in. To beat Oliveira, we've seen it, guys. We've seen it plenty of times, dude. It's going to happen again. History is going to happen again. And I, and I love Oliveira's story. I think it's beautiful. But we've seen this happen, guys. Look at the top 15 of the lightweight division. Connor's still in the top 15, dude. RDA's still in the top 15. Ferguson's still in the top 15. All these old guys are still in this top 15 of the lightweight division. We've seen it before. Islam is the next guard. He's the next guard coming up, dude. It's going to happen again. He's going to win. Um, If you're betting, he's going to win. Put the bet on that. And you know what? You can sue Uncle Chase Burnett (laughs) if uh, you take this betting advice. Um, And uh, that's my opinion. I'm keeping it real. I've been hurt too many times ignoring the statistics. I'm a statistic guy. Uh, I'm keeping it real with you guys. It might hurt. Because Oliveira's story is amazing, and yeah, it, it is. But the new guards coming, guys. Dariush is coming, guys. Uh, you, you know, Fazeev is coming. It's like even Gamarat, who's on this, he, he's gonna he's gonna keep coming up. Like, yep. dude, like this is real. The top five is old. The top fifteen mm-hmm. is old. It's coming right now when we're witnessing it. I'm 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 serious. Uh, uh, mark my words. Seriously, love Oliveira, but mark my words on this. I'm serious. I think to, to your point, Oliveira is on the younger scale of the older echelon of the division. <clears throat> I don't think he is quite as old as you know the Poiriers and the Chandlers and stuff. I feel like those guys are more on their back nine. I guess we're, you could we're say. We're talking about thirty but... plus. Once, once you're in thirty plus fights, dude, it's that's it. You're either yeah. you're one sure, but he's from, also bigger and healthier now than he was at 145, though. You're one feel fight like, away from your prime every time once you hit this age, dude. Yeah, no, you're absolutely not wrong, but I feel like one thing to kind of counterpoint that I feel like an interesting point that needs to be brought up is this is the first time as long you know knock on some wood real quick. 
But uh, this is the first time, as long as everything plays out, that there will be a matchup with uh, in the UFC with two guys that have a 10-win uh, win streak against each other in the UFC. Okay. So that being said, I feel like both of them are just truly in their stride. So it's really just what happens once they meet. It's so – this fight for me of all of them is the hardest one to predict. I feel like to your point, well, you can't really sleep on somebody's record, right? He only has one loss, but that one loss was because he got caught slipping and got knocked out early in his UFC career. And uh, that being said, I, I feel like Charles Oliveira is just a little bit better everywhere except for wrestling. But if Islam just wants to rely on his wrestling, I feel like Charles Oliveira, with the most submissions in UFC history, has a real shot to end up uh, choking him out or getting something that will at least get him out of that position from, you know, underneath him. And uh, we'll see because the Dagestani wrestling is real. And, you know, this is his bloodlines to Khabib as it gets, you know. Khabib will be in the damn corner. So it doesn't get any, you know, closer to the uh, (laughs) Dagestani roots, you know, per se. But that being said, I feel like Charles has just got – He's got that it factor everywhere except for the one thing. And that's what always you were saying, you're analytical and stuff with your way of breaking down fights. The way I look at it, and I've made the note of it many times on this uh, show, who has more positions which they can finish the fight from? And I feel like if you're looking at that, I feel like Islam, his way of finishing the fight is maybe he lands some crazy kick or something like that and knocks him out because his striking isn't bad. His striking's definitely better than Khabib's was, in my opinion. But uh, that being said, I really think his way to win is either grind him out for five rounds and get a decision victory or ground and pound him to victory, which, to my point, I feel like when you're facing somebody with the most submissions ever in the most touted MMA organization there is. That's a, that's a tough, uh, that's a tough ass to just go, you know, on the ground with them for five rounds and expect to just, you know, come out unscathed. So we'll see. I really love the fact that yet again, knock on some wood, because I really hope this matchup plays out and everything works out, you know, the way it's supposed to with this, but, uh, it's kind of redemption for the uh, the whole Tony Ferguson Khabib thing, right? It's like you know, it, to make like a meme joke of it. It was like when uh, when you ask for Tony versus Khabib, and your mom says you got it at home. It's Islam <laughs> versus uh, Oliveira. You know, that's literally what this fight is. It's the closest like thing that you can get to what was the main course before. So it's the wish I'm definitely. Wish. Yeah. It, I don't even think it's that though, because to, to what I was spinning to earlier, I think it's just a different version with just as much stakes. I feel like maybe the Khabib thing was a little more built up because he had the zero on his record and Tony Ferguson was just Tony and went through all, went through all hell in all his fights to maintain that record that he did. But I feel like that being said, both of these guys and being in double digit, you know, uh, win streaks, it's just, that's, it's unheard of. It's wild. And that being said, I really hope Oliveira is able to get it done, both as a fan and an analytical point. I feel like he's 
got the skills to be able to uh, go in there with somebody like Islam. But we'll see. I do agree with Chase's point here that uh, in the in the coming year and a half, two years, three years, whatever it takes, because a lot of these guys don't like to fight down in the rankings, but the we're going to see some movement in the top of the division coming in the next couple of years for sure because these guys are getting older. But I don't feel like Oliveira's time's come yet. I feel like he's going to be able to get it done out in Abu Dhabi this Saturday. All right, J-Bone, who you got, Oliveira or Makachev? Uh, man, I, I would love to see Oliveira win, but with the whole story and everything, and it, it's a great story like Uncle Chase said here, but also to his point, I think it's just it's all about, you know, how do you advance the ground? I don't think I know Oliver is so good on the ground with submissions, but as far as wrestling and advancement on the ground, I don't think he goes anywhere once he goes down, dude. And I, I think I don't think he's gonna have a problem taking Charles down. And I think Charles is gonna have a big sure, but can he up. handle Charles on the ground though? I think he can. <laughs> I think he has he's gonna fight the submissions and he's gonna grind them out for five rounds, dude. I think he's gonna win it by decision. All right, so I have to be the tiebreaker on this one. Look at this shit. Um, well, we're going to be tied because I think Oliveira beats him. Uh, I think Oliveira beats him, and here's why. Um, you know, Chase brought up the point of a lot of the the a lot of the guys at 155. You know, kind of being on their way out. I disagree when it comes to Oliveira. Here's why. Um, anyone who follows this show, which you should be, and already hit that subscribe button. But with that being said. I had no love loss for Oliveira. Oliveira, when he was on a string of weight misses at 145, one of those was against one of my good friends and a brother of mine, Miles Jury. So I was definitely not a big fan of Oliveira because I don't like weight misses. We've also talked about what's happened when I've had it happen to me. So, like I said, I am not I've never been a big fan of weight misses and things like that. But Oliveira, since he's come back up to 155, has not only been able to fill his body back out, he also has been able has gotten dropped in every fight, been able to get back up, and he's won by knockouts, he's won by submissions. And we're not talking about, you know, somebody who had okay, he had a few few defenses against somebody who's like number seven, somebody who's number six, you know, on the way up. He's beaten everybody there is at 155. Now, I think even though Makachev is fighting up in a lot of ways, I think he's going to be Oliveira's toughest test. I think the big question mm-hmm. in this fight is going to be if if uh, Makachev comes across the cage and say he drops Oliveira, will he be able to deal with hurting Oliveira and having Oliveira get back up and keep fighting with him? And I also think, yes, in the wrestling department, I think uh, Makachev definitely has got Oliveira outclassed. I think that when you throw in the submissions to it, if Charles is able to, you know, kind of wear him out, maybe for the first few rounds, maybe, maybe Makachev, you know, beats him up, takes him down a little bit, beats him up for a little bit. But once he gets tired, if Makachev lays on Oliveira at all, you know, kind of just kind of trying to ride it out, beat him up, Oliveira could snatch up your fucking arm or neck mm-hmm. like that. So That's for true. me, that's what I feel like is going to make the difference and the confidence and experience that Oliveira is coming in with, because dude, he's cleared out that division. If he beats Makachev, there ain't nothing else for him to really do at 155. Unless, 
He's doing it to all these guys in their hometowns too, right? Like he fought Gaethje, not necessarily hometowns. Gaethje was a hometown fight, but uh, he's fighting all these guys in their home countries. He fought Poirier in the United States. He fought Gaethje in the United States. And now he's fighting Islam over in the Middle East. And it might not be his home country, but it's as close as it gets. That's where they're running shows out there. So he is definitely, I know he's not the official champ because of the 0.4 pounds or whatever the hell it was last fight. But uh, that being said, man, you got to give him props there too. He's, he he's went out and a... finished him though. If you ever going to miss weight, that's the way you should win a fucking fight. Yes. He hasn't fought you though, Corey. Why is he ducking you? I don't know, man. I would. He would have, have to move to. up a weight class. I, there's no single <laughs> chance in hell. <laughs> I ain't making 155. He I might have to move that. up. Corey, Corey drinks too many red stripes to make that weight. Yeah, Corey yeah. would have to cut off his cock to make 155. <laughs> We're I not going to talk about the joke that just came to my dude. We're not even going to talk about the joke that I that came to and my his head. Hair. And his, I his, have, power his, his hair. cock and his locks. Yeah. His, Look, his he meant to say locks. He's I'm locks I'm gonna just leave it at this. There's stories that I could tell you from our childhood that would make motherfuckers cringe. So we're just gonna so leave that I, at that. If I lost, so he's got a dick pic. He's got a dick pic. Shout out to Chris Kale. Shout out to Five Finger Death Punch. With that being said, um, before we get out of here on these fights, speaking of people in their corners, you got Bilal Muhammad going to have fucking Khabib in his corner. Hey, Sean Brady. Uh, hey, I like it. But Sean, he's hey. going to need it, though, against Sean Brady because he's going to try to submit him. But everybody keep. I mean, this is another fight where, like, with Farrell versus Chikagian, right? where everybody's kind of talking about Sean Brady because Sean Brady's been on such a run and been hitting these submissions and mm-hmm. doing his thing. Now, I'm not saying that it's out of the way for Sean Brady to be able to do that again. But what I am saying is that the pace that Bilal Muhammad puts on everybody he fucking fights is going to be a problem. And Bilal Muhammad has the skills to be able to wrestle, which might make him be able to get back up if it does turn into a grappling exchange. For that being said, yeah. and with him working with Khabib, who knows? Shit, we got to see if uh, you know Brady's able to get him on his back with all this being said. So, with that being said, that's another one I'm looking forward to. Well, plus, uh, if Khabib's in your uh, corner, your fucking winning percentage goes up like sixty percent. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad. if he wears the hat like Khabib, it's like a seventy five percent chance I, he's gonna win. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm- I'm so glad you brought this fight up so I didn't have to force it at the, right there at the end because I wanted to so bad. I was itching. I had the finger up and everything. I was getting this one in there one way or another, damn it. But that yeah, being that's said. that's what she said. You can uh, get it in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that being said, uh, I feel like this Sean Brady versus Bilal Muhammad fight should have been a main event on a fight night much more than i mean i love the fact that it's a opening the you know the the main event of the prelims or whatever you want to say but i would much rather have seen this as a five round fight i really love this matchup i feel like with both of them being you know extremely wrestling heavy in both really good wrestlers i think I it like might force gonna, him to go for a finish more though i feel like it's gonna force either either somebody's gonna get exposed to be you know one's going to be the better wrestler and it's going to be you know on display or somebody's going to be stronger whatever the case be because i've heard tons of stories from all the interviews of guys from philly saying that sean Sean brady's the strongest guy that they've ever trained with you know yada yada so we shall see but 
that being said, I feel like Bilal Muhammad, if if it plays out the way I think it will, which their wrestling will probably counteract each other and the fight will take place on the feet, I feel like Bilal Muhammad has the better striking. I just feel like Sean Brady has more of the knockout power. So if that's the way this fight does end up playing out, I feel like Bilal Muhammad should be able to get it done. He just has to definitely mind his P's and Q's out there and not get a you know, his face punched in. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I feel like Blah Muhammad should be able to get it done. That, that's the way I'm riding on this one. Who y'all got, Blah Muhammad or Brady? You go first. Mm, no real reason for me to believe Muhammad will lose. I don't have much of a reason to believe that. I'm with him, man. He's on a good streak. Look, we're all saying remember the name. Bilal Muhammad. And if I'm not mistaken, this this is the featured prelim fight, right? It is. It's the main event of the prelims. And for any of you guys who haven't been paying attention to us for a while, here's a little known fact. Did you know that Bilal Muhammad is also the cousin of past guests of the show, the baddest you ever seen, boy, Shane Taylor? You know, that's that's a little fact for you. Shane Taylor, uh, the guy from the intro? Yeah. Oh that my God. God damn, look what we did there. Connect so, the dots. So know. listen, Uncle Chase slipped me a cool 500 bucks, so I'm going to need you to put him on that intro. Don't worry about the payment. <laughs> you, you yeah, we got to get, we we get, get one intro. of the it's cool like, flips. The intro five. is like, yeah, anybody but me. It's, like, <laughs> it's just like, throw me a moon. I could do a moonsault and like, you get throw it on the intro or something. He already like, paid me for it, so it's, it's like, cool. Jesus Christ, guys. I already wrestled for the already wrestle for GCW. Our witch isn't even a promotion anymore. And you guys are like, Shane Taylor, this is for fucking knockoffs of three. Okay, cool, dude. Like you, you don't even wrestle anymore, dude. Like, what are you talking about? You lie. Shane was just on impact. What do you mean? But uh, <laughs> with that being said, dude, I'm looking forward to this weekend. This weekend's going to be badass. Uh, if you guys are in the building at GCW, Make sure you come say what's up to the homies as we uh, show up and show some love for uh, Uncle Chase and uh, all those streamers. Bring streamers. Bring streamers. All right, Uncle Chase, I'll let you get the last word on this one. What's, uh, you know, if you've got anything for uh, anybody who's on the fence with GCW, any last thoughts on face and bussy come this fat- Saturday at GCW? Come this Saturday. <laughs> Miss Saturday. I mean, there's some fat yeah. things, but we can't talk about that on the air. Absolutely. Don't want to get canceled. Um, Don't want so, to get canceled. <laughs> I would just say, listen, if you look at that card and you can't see anything that you don't like as a, uh, a human being that gives you an emotion or some kind of wetness or some kind of hardness, then do not even watch wrestling anymore. Do not come to the show. I don't want you there because uh, the best, some of the best wrestlers, some of the best wrestlers in the world, will be there, and I'll be there. And Hoodfoot's going to be there, and he's incredible. So if you don't want to, he's, he's so good, dude. So if you don't want to hang out with Hoodfoot, then you know what? Just sit in your corner in your room, dude, because you you didn't go to you didn't do anything this weekend except be a loser. Or come to the show and be cool with knockouts and three counts. I would love to. <laughs> I was going to say knockouts and three counts. Promo. Either. So after that, promo, all the, I would love you know. to be there. But yeah, I'll be down, we, 
Yeah, whatever, Corey. Here's the thing about Corey. We we like him so much, and oh. then he just doesn't like us. I don't know oh. what it is. Hey, man, I've known the guy for 20 years, and I feel like that sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, dude, I feel like... I'll, I'll just put this out there. Anytime Corey has stepped out of the house, it has been pretty epic. Maybe we it doesn't put- happen often, but when it does... It's pretty fucking epic. We literally have a red carpet, all three of us in our trunks. And yeah. when Corey <laughs> shows up to an event, we actually roll the red carpet out for him on the we rare, rare, rare occasion. Section that, by section. So that, by that he actually comes out. So, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it looks like on the show, like he likes us, but he really don't. Like I said, I mean, yeah, I've known the motherfucker yeah, for 20 yeah, years, and it's like, hot damn um, so but, you know, something that can get everybody out of the house. You know, I'm going to probably plug this bitch every week for the next four weeks. But if y'all motherfuckers like fights, y'all need to be at Lights Out November 12th. Dearborn Heights Hype Athletic Center, Austin Bashy versus last week's guest, Joey Starnuts, Joe the Party Penafil. It's going to be a damn good time. I don't know why Matt Friendo gave me another live mic. But if you're in the Dearborn Heights area, I want to see somebody get knocked the fuck out, and they're going to let me run my mouth while they do it. So if you guys are in the mood for some fights, make sure you get some tickets. Make sure you're in the building. I'm looking forward to this shit. What the fuck are you two jokers laughing at over there? I was going to say, this has been been one fucking hell of a night. It's been such a great podcast. I've had so much fun. A very Very unique episode of the show. Kathy, you got to come in from Friday or at least be watching it so you can laugh at me on commentary. It's going to be me and our boy Kenny the Boss Cross on commentary. So who the fuck knows what's going to get said across that microphone? I know what's going to get said. You're going to call people bitches. You're going to say motherfuckers. I didn't swear one time in that last broadcast. Thank you. so proud of you, bro. My brother. Not one time. Bitches, take down. Kyle, the classic man. Callison, he, he's 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 the best dude. I, everybody knows dude, about dude, him. Dude, Every man. time I walk out of the streets, go, I go to a show. They go, "Where's Kyle? Where's Kyle?" And I'm and I tell him I didn't, I wasn't able to pay for him, so he wasn't here, be able to come here today. But like, um, <laughs> I can't pay. First of all, anyone fee. that knows me knows I'm never the guy that asks for free tickets ever. No, ever, never. I absolutely <laughs> no, agree with what? that. People are asking me where you are. You're you're so damn famous, but um, that, that I don't know I don't know where I was going with that one. <laughs> this show anyway, is anyway, dude. I love you guys. I'm anyway, so, I can't. I, I'll see you guys this this Saturday. We're gonna be hanging yeah, out this Saturday. weekend. We're gonna be hanging out next weekend. And Corey, if you don't come out, guess what? You're so damn tall. I could I could just just I could knife your Achilles tendon, <laughs> your tendon, and you would never know it was me because I'm so short and you're oh. so tall. So don't Clay Thompson me, bro. I, I don't want either come out. I'm not you either come out for your birthday or you'll never come out again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna it. leave that alone because I totally just. <laughs> <laughs> or never come Corey, out. Corey. Corey. All I'm gonna say is, hi, damn it! I had a blast. I'm going to Cheapy Creepy. I'm gonna be freshly squeezed. It's gonna be a damn good freshly time. Squeezed. If you guys haven't already done so, make sure you freshly hit that motherfucking like button, subscribe button, all the buttons. Shout out to G3 Payroll Attacks. Get your money. And while you're at it, go hit up Missions Finest and tell them knockouts the three count sent you. We'll I'll see if I drop dead on Saturday at GCW Drop Dead. Until next time, and in the in-between time, we've got a savage gentleman and Josh Friend before he goes to war in that UFC cage. Hit that button. Peace. Follow me on Twitter.